welcome to Christ Covenant Chapel podcast with Reverend Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with a sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Greetings, friends. Thanks for meeting here once again and allowing me into your space while we do life together. I do hope you're being blessed by the content we share on this platform. I want to especially wish my friends and listeners in the U.S. a happy Thanksgiving Day to you and your loved ones. Throughout the Bible, we are called to be thankful and give thanks. Why? Because we have a lot to be grateful for. And most importantly, it is the will of God for our lives. We don't become thankful by accident, but with intentionality and a lifestyle of expressing gratitude, we become even better versions of ourselves as we follow Jesus. William Penn said, The secret of happiness is to count your blessings while others are adding up their troubles. As we read God's word, we can see the theme of being thankful. There are hundreds of verses telling us to give thanks or offer our praises to God. Outside of the Bible, you will find lots of articles and research stating the benefits that come with being a grateful person. People who are thankful are known to be less depressed. They get better grades in school. They sleep better. They stay healthy. They have deeper friendships and generally have a brighter outlook on life. Basically, gratitude is good for your total well-being. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, reading from the English Standard Version, the Apostle Paul wrote, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This week, I want to speak on the subject cultivating thanksgiving. I borrowed some of my thoughts from an article I read a while ago on thanksgiving. Ladies and gentlemen, living as grateful people is God's will for our lives. God knew before the beginning of time how positively gratitude would affect us. Long before an article or a book was written about this topic. So, whether your life is moving along smoothly or it feels like you are walking in quicksand, consider adding these daily habits to your life. Paul said, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. To give thanks in everything means that we are to thank God not only in great things, but also in small things. Not only in rare things, but also in common things. It means that we are to thank God not only in present things, but for past mercies as well and even for what is laid up for future enjoyment. It means that we are to thank God 
not merely in things affecting ourselves, but also in things affecting others. It means that we are to thank God not merely in prosperous things, but also in adverse things, recognizing the merciful moderating of them, the merciful design in them, the supporting grace under them, and the benefit resulting from them. It means that we are to thank God not merely in things affecting our bodies, but also in things affecting our souls. God, by His mercies, has showered His blessings on us. How fitting then that we should, through Christ Jesus, offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually through the fruit of our lips. This has the distinction of being the most delightful of all duties of a believer. For praise and thanksgiving are the most delectable business of heaven. And God grant that they may be our greatest delight, our frequent employment upon the earth. We can always find something to be thankful for. And there may be reasons why we ought to be thankful for even those dispensations which appear dark, unpalatable, and unpleasant. We may praise God for everything that happens to us under His government. Let me ask you a question. Are there any dealings of God toward people, toward you, which do not contemplate our good? Is a man ever made to drink the cup of affliction when no drop of mercy is intermingled? Is he ever visited with calamity which does not in some way contemplate his own temporal or eternal good? If we could see all, we should see that we are never placed in circumstances in which there is not much for which we should thank God. And when in his dealings a cloud seems to cover his face, let us remember the good things without number which we have received and especially remember that we are in a world of redeeming love and we shall find enough reasons for which to be thankful. In James chapter 1 and verse 17, the Bible tells us that our God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And if we all apply this, and if we will apply this, every one of us, our mindset will change when it comes to our lives. Let's consider these tips when it comes to expanding our attitude of gratitude. Number one, consider where you live right now. Whether our home is big or small, most of us have a place to live Thank God for the gift of a place to live, regardless of the size or the style. Number two, what we possess. Many of us have clothes that we don't even wear and have the ability to stream music or read books on a device that allows us to get any information we desire. But we still want what we don't have. Take some time to reset your mind and thank God for the provision to have what you own. Number three, 
at your fingertips. What do I mean? If you have the ability to get clean water at the turn of a faucet or buy food from a grocery store, then you are more blessed than most in the world. Thank God for the gift of these conveniences. No matter how much money we make, it is wise to see our income as a gift. Chances are there are more people in the world who might think the lives we live are amazing. Keeping our lives free from the love of money will help us be more satisfied. We do this by using money, not loving it. Your blessings and current lifestyle are somebody's prayer topic. So how do we live a grateful life? I want us to talk about this today so we don't have to wait for a season or for a month or for a day to be set aside for us to be grateful, but we have a grateful life every single day. I want to give you a few tips today. Number one, think thoughts of gratitude. Think thoughts of gratitude. Dr. Caroline Leaf, cognitive neuroscientist and author, said, as you think you change the structure of your brain. End of quote. This isn't easy, but we have a choice in what we think about, so let's allow thoughts of gratefulness to fill our minds. Number two. Number two, choose five things to be grateful for daily. Make a daily habit to say or write five things you are thankful for. You can do it any time of the day, morning or night. It doesn't matter. But choose five things to be grateful for on a daily basis. Number three, set a gratitude alarm. Choose different times in the day. When the alarm goes off, ask God to bring to mind the blessings and gifts in your life and thank Him for them. Number four, tell someone about God's goodness in your life. Every day, talk to someone about what you are thankful for. Maybe it's their friendship, the sunrise, a powerful moment with God, or an unexpected blessing you received. Saying it makes it more real. Ladies and gentlemen, it is vital that we make our gratitude habitual so that when life's storms come upon us, we know how to navigate the rough waters. And part of this is trusting God and even choosing to be grateful when we don't understand the world around us. As we learn how to be grateful for the people in our lives and for the things in our lives, here are some extra tips to help us. Number one, replace complaints with compliments. This can be a challenge, right? I know. Most of us are prone to see the things that frustrate us instead of the things that bless us. Let's choose to see the good. Number two, serve someone. There is someone in your life whose load is heavier than yours. Show your gratitude by doing something that will lighten their burden. Number three, write it down. 
Write it down. What do I mean? Write down something you are grateful for about the people in your life, about the things in your life, about the blessings in your life. Write it on a note and leave it for them to find. Someone has been a blessing to you. Write a thank you note and leave it for them to find it. A co-worker, a family member. Or have an ongoing list and give it to them when you reach 50 or 100 things. Imagine the look on their faces when they see that note. Number four, just say thanks. Just say thanks. When we have eyes to see the gifts and blessings in our lives, we will see there is much to be thankful for. So daily thank your spouse. Thank your child. Thank your closest friend or someone else for one thing every day. It's been said that we are like the people we spend the most time with. Who we allow in our personal inner circles affects our gratitude quotient. So be mindful of who you spend time with. One of the more challenging things in our relationships is that we may be willing to change, but other people may not. Sometimes that means relational adjustments are necessary. Hang around people who are grateful for the little that they have. Ladies and gentlemen, have a grateful heart. And once again, for those of you living in the United States of America, happy Thanksgiving. I will see you at the top. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.